0: Welcome to the Self-Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials. Here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to this week's Self-Love Podcast, Quickie you know i just have been thinking heaps about the beautiful podcast that i've been doing all of these shows and i really feel so proud and honored of the incredible guests that we've had those of you that have sent me feedback and have put beautiful five star ratings i really i really am blown away and i have to say you just never know the impact that you have For those of you that have followed me for a while, or even if you're new to me or the self-love podcast, you might be curious to know that I actually started recording many years ago, eight years ago, with the incredible Cindy O'Meara and Karen O'Smith, where we had a beautiful podcast called Up For A Chat. And it's a beautiful weekly one hour, usually more than one hour show where you could be a fly on the wall with three girls who adore each other and chatted about all things health, wellness, love, quantum physics, metaphysics. Uh, emotional intelligence. We talked down the rabbit hole. We talked oils. We talked self care. We talked relationships, parenting, food, nutrition, movement, and we had an absolute incredible array of guests. And if you're short on listening to different podcasts, there's 374 shows that we did over eight years. In the Wellness Couch archive, if you go to the WellnessCouch.com, you can look up, up for a chat and you'll see, as I said, 374 podcasts. But you know, just like I'm feeling at the moment, do we actually ever really make a difference? Does it really matter what we do? Do you ever question if what you do is enough? And have you ever had people complain that what you do isn't enough? I constantly question sometimes if all the work that we're all doing, is there too much of it out there? Is there more than enough coaches or podcasts or information channels? Is there more than enough than there is people requiring this information? And the more I become qualified in different things and the more I research and and really delve into the topic of personal growth and self-love and learning about relationships and, and being the best version of ourselves, the more I realize that what's important is that if you can make a difference to just one person, just one person, be that someone close to you or be it a complete stranger. If you make a difference to one person, then everything that you do is worth it. And I just want to encourage each and every one of you, whether you've thought of doing a podcast, whether you've thought of writing a book, doing an online website, doing something that uses your skills and your knowledge to truly share information and make a difference in people's lives, then I want to urge you to not give up. I was told once many years ago Uh, having another good book or having a good podcast or a good workshop or a good online program is just like another cookbook release. You might think there's enough cookbooks out there on the shelves as it is, but as my dear friend said to me, there's always room for another good one. And if you're anything like me, you can never have too many recipe books. And I think it's true. Sometimes we buy books or we subscribe to things or we buy courses or we enroll in certain coaching things only to realize that we may not use it straight away. And yet somehow, some reason it finds its way back into our hands or our vision. And we actually then get to read or complete that in the time that we were really meant to do it. And I remember a time when Cindy, Karen and I were actually quite emotional and we were sitting there really questioning if all the work that we do, if all the effort that we put into everything that we do, and if everything that we do together is really worth it or making a difference. And for those of you that recall that podcast, I'll put it in the show notes, which show it was, you'll probably record uh, record us talking about the fact that we got quite emotional even thinking about it. And after listening to Cindy on Tuesday's podcast, I just thought, you know what, even she questions sometimes if she does enough. All the guests that I've had on the Self-Love Podcast at some point question if what they have or what they do is enough. And I guess the the real reason why I wanted to record this today is I wanted you to know that you have no idea the impact or the ripple effect that you're creating by being the best person person that you can be, by showing up no matter what, by trying your hardest, by learning, by investing in your own personal growth and and also investing in your own self-care. You get to realize, or you may not realize, but you get to see maybe at some point just what a beautiful impact that has. For those of us that are mums, when you're getting dressed in the morning and looking at yourself in the mirror, and if you're having negative thoughts upon looking at yourself naked in the mirror, and you have young children around you, you might think that just because you're not saying it out loud, that they don't pick up on what you're putting down. But I can promise you, your vibrational energy, your your, your ability to actually speak without words speaks volumes. And your young daughters are looking up to you as a mum going, well, if she doesn't like herself or hates her body or hates parts of her body, then actually the person I look up to the most, my biggest role model, then that's going to be okay for me. And those of you with sons, you're actually teaching them in the process, whether you say it aloud or not, you're teaching them that it's okay to say to women as they grow older that they're not enough or that there's parts of them that's not good enough. So I really want you to think about this, whether you're walking, driving, sitting there listening to this. I want you to know that from my heart to yours, you are enough. And if you are listening to this and flirting with the possibility that there is more to you, then just make no mistake put it in your vision, make it one of your goals to complete this particular course or a degree or a certificate or to read a certain book or to make sure you download an audible or that you listen to a podcast a day or a week or a fortnight. Really make your own self-worth and your own uh, personal growth a priority. And by doing so, you're also teaching those beautiful little people that it's important to you, which means it'll be important to them. I remember really questioning, sitting there on that particular day on that Up For A Chat podcast, wondering if what the hell I even did had any matter, if I could even contribute in any way. I mean, can you imagine doing a podcast with Cindy O'Meara, Australia and New Zealand's most well-renowned, well-respected, well-researched nutritionist who really does think outside the square, who really does have a powerfully scientific mind, but also a very holistic quantum physical mind as well. And someone who is very passionate about generational health. And then the beautiful Karen Smith, someone who is so knowledgeable knowledgeable around psychology and understanding human behavior and really having a powerful knowledge around what limiting beliefs are and how negative decisions can end up becoming a platform of which we can actually create change in the world if we so choose to grow from it. These two women are the powerhouses of, to me, going down rabbit holes and questioning life and being really conscious that there's always another way to think about something or that one thing does not mean all things. I really love the way they have such a curious, inquisitive mind. I love the way they're very um, mindful that one way is not always the only way. And I particularly love and respect the fact that they do this with care and regard and they don't put people down or knock others for different opinions. You might have to prove to them why you think a certain way or give evidence as to how you've come up with this particular viewpoint. But the thing I love most about them both is that they're really willing to listen. And it was during that time, I'll be honest with you guys, about a year into maybe in the first six to 12 months of us podcasting, I actually had a really bad day and really questioned whether or not I was even meant to be on that podcast with those two. And I lost myself in a world of self-deprecation and no meaning and not being good enough and certainly not having what it takes to be a part of a podcast with these two superstars. To the point where I swore on the podcast so that they would stop recording and allow me to just have a damn good cry because I didn't think I had the ability to actually keep up with them or to even match them on any sort of intellectual level. So here I am now, sitting here today, and it came up again for me as I get to interview some incredible superstars on this podcast. And again, like you, probably all of us at some point question if the work we do really does make a difference. And as I sat there thinking about it, I started to really remember that I got a message one day from a beautiful young woman, Kristen, who sent me a message and said to me, um, I want you to read what I've just sent to you. It's really important you hear it. And I just thought today it would be an apt opportunity to actually share with you what brought me to tears and also reminded me of my own self-worth and my own beautiful journey of personal growth and self-discovery. So Kristen's message to me went like this. I thought I'd share a little story with you. About the evolution of one of my workmates. As some of you may be aware, I work in mining in the port side of operations. To paint a picture, it basically means I operate giant machines loading huge ships at up to 8,000 tons an hour and other equipment to keep the plant running. I'm the only female on a shift of big, tough men, and the only female some of these guys have ever worked with. It can be exhausting. The hard part is to be accepted as part of the crew while still maintaining my own feminine identity. And anyone who's met me will have heard my potty mouth and know what a struggle that is. One of the better jobs is in the train unloading station. It's where I get to spend hours upon hours listening to podcasts, play catch up with my homework and probably spend a little bit too much time on Facebook. A few shifts a week, I'll have one guy that comes down to relieve me in the station He walks in the door and asks, so what are we being brainwashed with today? I'll tell him what I'm listening to and we'll have a bit of a discussion or debate about it. It usually ends in him calling me a hippie. Apart from being a miner, he grew up on a sugar cane farm and farms cattle as well. One week I decided to introduce him to Kim Morrison. I played him the wellness guys episode on chemicals that make us sick and obese. He came into work the next week and said he went home and played it for his wife and daughter. And then he said, so it turns out we already had some of those essential oil thingies. And now each night before I go to bed, I read a few pages of my book. And just before I fall asleep, I put a couple of drops of lavender on my pillow. Me, oh my goodness, you have a ritual? Him, a what? A ritual? Nah, nah, it's just something I do before I go to bed each night. A few weeks later, he said, That talk on chemicals really got to me. Every night I massage my wife's feet with lotion. It's something I've always done. Lately, I haven't been able to do it, knowing that the lotion could be so bad for her. So I went and got some beeswax and some coconut oil and made my own lotion, and I've started using that on her instead. Fast forward a few more weeks. You're bloody sending me mad with this stuff. On my days off, I found borers in my trees. And instead of spraying them like I normally would with chemicals, I got a pin and poked them through the holes in the tree. It's embarrassing. You know, I used to sell pesticides for a living, right? After having him listen to a podcast on sugar, you can't play this to me, he said. I'm a cane farmer. What am I going to do now? We've had many heated discussions on chemicals, pesticides and herbicides. Roundup was one that kept coming up with him saying, Now you really are being brainwashed by all this. It's fear-mongering, hey? Roundup is a safe chemical. Trust me, I used to sell it. I've sat through seminars on the stuff. I then played him the Up for a Chat episode after the Mind Forum and another interesting podcast of Wheat by the Good Doctors. The lights started to come on. He came back after days off and said, it turns out I'm the one that's been brainwashed. If only you knew the conferences and seminars I've sat through on Roundup. I was told it was safe. I didn't know what they were really doing with it. I didn't know it would end up in our food. Now for the really exciting news. In the past weeks, he said, you know, I've been losing sleep because of you. My parents are getting old and they need to sell their farm. But I'd hate to see it go to someone else but how could I invest in another sugar cane farm now knowing what I know? Also, all of this talk of conservation and chemical-free living has made me realise I don't want to hand over a farm to my children one day. There's enough of them around. I actually want to hand them over something special. I want to regenerate that land and turn it into a nature reserve. There's already a large part of uncleared land, creeks and a lake. I want to turn it into some form of eco-retreat, so that others can enjoy it and it'll be there for generations to come. How freaking amazeballs is that? So, Kim Morrison, never for a second question whether what you're doing is making an impact. It truly is. One 30-minute podcast you made a couple of years ago has now led to a nature reserve being created for generations to come. It's only early days, but I can't help but share. I don't know about you guys, but when I read that and share that, I get such an overwhelming sense of sheer magic and joy and love and pride—pride pride in the work that we all do out here. And so, on behalf of this beautiful soul and the people that you may share a podcast just like this with, just know that by being the example and not the evangelist, ramming things down people's throats. Just sharing what you truly believe in a beautiful, gentle, graceful, easeful way. You just never know the impact you're having. Now, if beautiful Kristen had never sent me that message, I'd never know. But it made me just, it it really did make me start to realize that maybe there's other things that have happened in people's lives because of something I've said or done. Maybe I've made impacts in ways that I'll never know or hear of. I actually don't need to know but it is beautiful when you get reminded that the small, simple things you do make a massive, incredibly progressive impact. So I want you to hear this with love from my heart to yours. Do not stop doing what you're doing. Do not stop being the example. Be totally mindful of every single little thing you think, feel, learn, and trust in yourself that where you are right here right now is the exact right place you should be. And for every little bit of information or course that you're doing, or if you feel like you're doing a whole lot of things, but it's not really amounting to anything, I promise you the more you keep going with that, the more patterns will start to emerge. And the more you start to see what your true core purpose is about, you'll start to understand exactly what it is that you're meant to be doing on this planet. And even then, when you work that out, you'll start to realize there's even more of you. There's even more things you can do and there's more learnings to be done and there's more teaching to be given. So don't give up. Really believe that everything you're doing is right here, right now, perfectly imperfect or imperfectly perfect. I sincerely, truly want to thank you for listening to the Self-Love Podcast. I have about 5,000 downloads a month So there's a few of you that just keep showing up week in, week out, and you guys share that and and let other people hear it as well. And I'm really keen to make sure I keep sharing information that, you know, may make another difference exactly like it did for Kristen's friend. And I really hope that the other podcasts and shows and audibles and YouTubes that you watch and listen to, you make sure if there's something that really speaks to you, that you share it. You never know who's watching or listening to what you're doing. Be mindful of the ripple effect because I can promise you what you think is just a small comment or a small course or a small book or a small change is actually one of the most profound things that someone else could actually impact into their world and make a massive difference in their community, their tribe, and the ripple effect continues. So keep showing up, my friend. Keep being the example, keep being you and don't ever stop believing in becoming a bigger, better, more amazing version of yourself with everything that you're doing, listening to, watching and learning. You are absolutely worth it and I love you dearly. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Self Love Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this week's quickie. Go out there and make a difference.